AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Welcome to Carefully Reckless, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. And just like that, we're back with yet another Carefully Reckless episode with your girl, Just Hilarious. Now, listen, I know I have a lot of guests from time to time. I got my sister, I got my son, my little baby father, my best friend, my brother, but y'all ain't ever hear this girl on here yet. But y'all do see her every Wednesday at 7 p.m. on Reckless Discussions. It's my favorite cousin, London. Say what's up. Hey, y'all. Bitch, now listen, we not going to get on here acting like Miss Perfect Patty Pussy and shit. Oh we ain't God. doing this. Hey, what's up, you? What's up, you per? But I have a new slogan for Miss Perfect, right? What's Miss Perfect, y'all? What's the new slogan, bitch? Hashtag, it's the God in me. Hashtag, it's the God in me. I keep telling you, you don't have to lean into the mic like niggas can't hear you, Diana Ross. We hear you. Shit. <laughs> okay, it's the God in you. But you're drunk currently. Is that correct? Um. Oh, why? I don't snitch. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah, she's drunk. She's drunk. We're going to... That's funny as shit. But no, I'm happy to have you on, girl. You finally came on the podcast. Now, listen, London has been saying forever, oh, I, I want to do a podcast with you. I want to do a podcast with you. But when she actually gets around me and it's time to do it, she's like, nowhere to be found. No, she, I have to be a mom because um, I have a five-year-old. I hate when a bitch have one kid and be like... <laughs> Uh, if you have a kid, you would understand, bitch, I have a kid. But she got money, so she got babysitters now. Excuse me, I didn't always have money. I didn't, I was not getting money. You have money now, so you have a babysitter now. Because bitches like me be like, does anybody want to watch him? One for 20, two for 40. No, let's let's start here. You don't don't let anyone watch your son. You don't, because... You just swear he's not, no, no one can care for him like you do. And rightfully so, no one can care for him like his mother. But bitch, you don't even trust people to watch him. Except for Aunt Robin. Except for my mother, yes. She does have a beautiful job of him. So since I got you here, I want to name this episode, How Close is Too Close? I want to name it that because we're very close. Yeah. We are very close. Been close since we was fucking little. But the thing about it is sometimes... We can be overbearing to each other. Yes, I agree. Yes. And I say each other because not only are you overbearing to me sometimes as a protective big cousin who just knows it all, I'm overbearing to you. I agree. As what? What would you say? And, and tread lightly. Yeah. As the hood investigator. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Why the first word had to be fucking hood, bitch? Because you're from the hood. So. All right, all right, okay. I'm from the suburbs. 
you're not. You're from definitely yeah, from I'm down not. the street. I just, it just sounded right a little bit. It sounded right. Yeah, Monument Luzerne. That's where yeah, you're from. So we work together and we're cousins mm-hmm. and we nosy. So it's like, how do you mix the three without being like, I'm going to let her live her life and still be here for her? Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, like, I can be nosy. We already know. I'm talking about she'll order a $30 pantsuit from Fashion Nova and I'd be like, oh my God. I gotta get that. And I'll be like, Googling. Or, 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 <laughs> if I order a $300 pantsuit from the digging hotel, she'll be like, um, why you do that? Why you could have got the same one on this. You could have got the same one on Sheen.com. You could have got the same one. Like, so she's very. Or if she ordered a $20 dildo. Oh, yeah. Then I'm a Excuse one me. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but I had to be real with the people. You know, I see a lot of things that's going on. And, you know, I'm like, shit, she getting up on me, hop up on a tip. But basically, we're supposed to cover some Yeah, that's when it's too close, I swear to God. And then, look, the location. Bitch, the location. When I'm somewhere. I try not to check it, I promise you. I, I really, it would have to be like, you bluff me for five hours straight before I check it. And if some of you have friends, <laughs> I can't say. But me personally, it got to be like, okay, now, bitch, where the fuck you at? <laughs> like, the day last 10 minutes, I was like, uh-uh, I'm checking this shit now. And, and that I shit said 11 minutes right, away. And I pulled up right It said 11. Damn. And then, and then I was like, shit, oh, 11 minutes, you gonna be here. But I, I wasn't nowhere. I had to get gas. But I don't be minding your business, I swear. Like, so recently, Jessica was like, I had texted her something, and she was like, well, you should know you got my location. I said, no, like I didn't. And I was like, I hope that she really don't think I've been checking her shit because I ain't no clown in the streets. Like, oh, yeah. Well, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I mind my business until it's like, okay, okay this is the last I need to know where she know is. Where the fuck you at. Yeah. You know, more specifically towards meeting me. Okay. I don't really have patience like that. Yeah, she hates waiting for someone. Because if like, Jessica had to wait two hours for someone, she would leave. I, I would. I, I have to try this on you as a prank one day. Okay. Be like, I'm going to be there too. And it's like, I show up at four. <laughs> you going to be like, I'm fucking gone. Like, bitch, I would never talk to you again. Jessica would hate it. But long story short, is I don't invade your privacy unless it's like detrimental. I got you. Like the last time I did it and I felt bad was when like on Robin showed up on you. Oh, shit. Because that was like, you know, that yeah. was like crossing like cousin boundaries. Because I knew where you was at, but on Robin didn't. But it still was a point where it was like, am I betraying my cousin like yeah. a little bit? I felt bad for that for a long time. I don't think I ever told you. Yeah. Because she pulled up, honey. She pulled up. I'm talking about arms spread open, doors spread open, ass in the back. Yeah. And I was like, oh, she don't say it was me. And then she probably was like, because Lana told I don't know how you found out, but I definitely told you the location. And it was only because she was so stressed out. Mm. But I felt bad. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, me and my cousin are such... Because, like, before Famous Jazz, like, I got your back. You know, you want to do something? Let me know. Hey, yo. Don't you ever slide your fucking <laughs> pointy finger across the bottom of your nose like you just had some crack on it. Damn. But for real, like, when I started working for you, it's like, it's a difference between, like, what I completely can't say but what I can. Yeah. There's certain people like your mother, your son, myself. Like, I have to know who you are. Yeah. So it is hard sometimes because we're like favorite cousins, even yeah. though we're so different. We're yeah. favorite cousins, but it is hard sometimes like being your worker bee. 
And, or um, your executive, I guess. But definitely. also still respecting that we're cousins and we still yeah. want to be like on a slide tip. Be like, mm-hmm. bitch, I'm trying to hang out till 5 a.m. Don't tell them where I'm at. Because, you know, I done looked out for you a few times. Yeah. But sometimes I can't. Especially on the Aunt Robin tip. You know how it is when you mother and you just want to fucking have fun. All you do is work and you just want to go have fun. But you're supposed to get your kid as soon as you get off or get your kid. In my case, as soon as you land, I'd be like, yo, I'm supposed to be back on Monday, all right? So if she hits you, be like, she back on Monday. Bitch, I flew in Sunday. I'm partying all Sunday. Fuck that. So, I'd be like, you know, she back on Tuesday. Yeah, give me an extra Later day, Sunday. bitch. Let me get my life. You know what I'm saying? And pull, you know? And pull, and pull on CB Crest. She, yeah, I know. So she, please don't let her listen to this, y'all. Because she she listens every week. So Damn. she's going to hear. So basically, it's on you. No, it's on you. So. It is on me. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hold up, hold up. I know this shit getting good, but listen to just a couple seconds of a commercial. If you love me, you'll listen. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever felt like I did anything that made you say, like, are she's too in my business, or she's too close, or she's too comfortable? You know, how I, close is too close in, in my case for you? I don't think that you ever made me feel like that because you, it's your, it's your, your energy. You mm-hmm. are very much like... I got your back if you need me, but I'm going to yeah. let you experience what you go through. Like, yeah. you never was overburned. I'm overburned. Like, mm-hmm. who you talking to? What's the address? Where they live? Like, mm-hmm. case you, search. Case search. My cousin will case search any fucking body I'm around. That's not even only niggas, y'all. If you ever get to meet me and I ever want to befriend you, she's going to fucking case search you and tell me all about your fucking history and be like, bitch, this person used to do scams. Hide your fucking credit cards. Like and like honestly, I don't know if it's a Baltimore thing, but like I will go to the motherfucking county, mm-hmm. federal, Mexico, Antarctica motherfucking search for her. So yeah, basically I'm the one that does too much and you chill. And yeah. that's a problem. Yeah. But Jessica does get to a point where she tell you what it is and you don't want to hear it. What you mean? I'd be like, so the thing was me, she'd be like, it was very much you. I'm like, okay, bitch, fuck. So what do you mean? Like, like, it, like if I that. if I was saying like if I was talking to a guy and he cut me off 
And I'm like, Jess, I'm, I'm venting. And, and she'd be so emotionless, like, if she'd been wanting to say it forever in her life. She'd be like, Wanda, he probably don't like you. I'm like, all right, bitch. Fuck is you trying to say, bitch? I got money, fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, one thing about her, though, she's very prideful. She does not like to hear that someone may not like her. Yes. And, and in life, that's going to happen, cousin. Like, motherfuckers ain't going to fuck with you. You ain't everybody's type, just like everybody ain't your fucking type. And remember one day we had somebody tell us that maybe it's the type of guys that you're attracting. That was a word. And the people that you're attracting. It's like you intimidate a lot of people because you're very headstrong. You're very, like, you're sure of yourself. That's intimidating to a lot of fucking people. When you know a lot, people, they honestly cower because they're like, they don't know shit. And it's just horrible sometimes. Nobody want to be around a know-it-all. You know what I mean? I feel you. And honestly, I hate being a know-it-all. I, no, you don't. I do. I really do. Like, sometimes I just want to be like, dumb. Bust it wide open. Ooh. And that. No, that was a joke. You always like that anyway. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. like, like I don't know. People misunderstand me. But you, like I said, you have a good way of like not being too much into my business. Mm-hmm. And I'm all the way in your business. But yeah. I know how to relax, right? Yeah. You know that. Like, yeah. I just know you so I'm like, okay, now I'm crossing the line. If I didn't mention this seven, mm. seven eight times that Shane trying to talk about it, <laughs> I got to back up. But I'm going to still mention it because I'm annoying like that. I'm going to be like, right. hurry it. Right. And she can be like, this bitch is talking about that shit I don't even want to talk about. Because Jessica, y'all, she like keeping her shit, everything on the hush-hush tip. But I know her, so I respect it. But I'm nosy, so I'm like, tell me. But- oh, she's very much nosy, and I know uh, a lot of y'all out there got nosy-ass cousins. Yeah. I know y'all do, and they happen to be y'all favorite cousin, and they're nosy. Because this is my favorite cousin, but she's very nosy. Very nosy. Like, it's actually obsessive a little bit, because it's like, am I tripping that I always went on her business? But maybe and- it's because I don't have enough business or something. Well, do you feel like you don't have enough business? I don't. Well, listen, let's just see. London moved... Into her own house, bought her own house as a goal for 30. She actually did it when she was 29, but she bought her her first house. She moved away from Baltimore, right? So she moved away from all her family and all the little bit of friends that she has. Little bit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She (laughs) moved away. (laughs) She moved away from her family and friends and to another state. Although it's not far, it's not right there either. It's It's not not like down the street. It's not. You know, you can't throw a rock from Baltimore to her house. You know, she lives in Pennsylvania. And it's a neighborly state. However, she still feels alone up there because it's just her and my little cousin, which is her son. She has a five-year-old baby and a dog. Actually, she gave away the dog. I didn't give her away. I'm I still got her. I just can't take her. Oh, wow. So, yeah, she gave away the dog. <laughs> and um, so it's just her and her son. They moved in a big-ass house in Pennsylvania where they have no friends and no one to call on. Okay. And every time they turn this around, the they are lonely. It's the point of the story. So, like, are you trying to uh, like No, I'm saying no. <laughs> <laughs> so she moved all the way up there. And her social life depleted. Very much. And it was the one weak-ass COVID. It was during weak-ass COVID. So her ass really... You know, she shut herself out from everybody. She isolated herself and she literally was just like, I'm not going to catch this shit. If it's the last thing I do, I'm never going to. She was just, and she spent a whole two years building her and her son's immune system up in their house slash bunker because they never exited the home. And uh, yeah, that drove her fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. 
And it drove her son crazy because she was driving him crazy. They were driving each other crazy. And and it's just like, you never know how bad you really do need a social life. Like, you know, the people that's always like, oh, I don't have friends. I don't have people. I don't don't want friends. I I used to say that. I I don't got friends because I don't want friends. Like, I don't want... It's really not cool all the time because you being lonely is really not it. Oh, you, you know what I mean? I feel like um, in the COVID situation, it was kind of it, like me being yeah. myself because yeah, I was yeah. finding myself. I just turned thirty. I left a relationship, mm-hmm. and it was that, like it was cute for a second, but then it was like, okay, now just two years later, life opening back up, mm-hmm. times becoming back lit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be home, you know, and I just had to realize like. That shit was wicked shit, what I was doing, but it was worth it in the moment. Yeah. But at the same time, very much yeah. was watching my cousin live her best fucking life because she only quarantined like two times in life, right? Okay, so hey. moving on because... <laughs> <laughs> no, but... And then I did fucking catch COVID. I know. I couldn't believe when you got... London never... And was like, she finally caught it. Yeah, excuse me. So how about when I caught it? And mm-hmm. mind you, London never caught the shit. My mother never caught the shit. Nobody but me caught the shit. I swear. Not Desi, not Prince. Like, no, nobody around us caught COVID. They never caught it? No. Desi oh, never had COVID. Prince had the flu. Now. Oh my God. You was so... And I didn't even call you. No, you didn't. Like, you bitch. Yeah. She wasn't trying to be close then. No, it was only because I was like... And I was like, damn, it's over the phone. What if it goes to the phone? Like, say, no, honestly. Wow. I just... Jessica's so private. Once it goes... It goes back to our conversation that... I was you know, not probably with COVID. You're the one that diagnosed me with COVID. Do you not remember? You drove Dude. all the way down from your house in Pennsylvania to COVID test me just to tell me. And that was just, loyalty, just, right? Just, just to throw on my face. Yeah, this because you ain't quarantined, <laughs> Jess. But that was loyalty. I really sat in the car with Jessica while I took her test. And I took her she test. Did. Like, Miss Non-COVID, I took her test. I stayed in the with her car. and everything. Stayed in the car the whole cousins, time. Because cousins, we did. Yeah. What yeah, time do hope we gonna sit together? I ain't gonna hold you now. She did. She did. She stayed in the car with me the whole time. She tested me. And that shit popped up in two seconds. And we and look, we was about to go out to eat. Why we, and, we and was about was to meet like, up with our aunt and go out to eat. We was out house and bitch. We was ready to go eat and not your mom. And I still went after because I was like, She mm. still went and listen, if it was a different cousin, I'd have like, shit, I'm just wearing my mask and still go. Shit, I was still gonna fucking go. Yeah. But I had to think like responsibly, like responsibly. You were very much in the motherfucking contagious age. So yeah, I had to do what I had to do. I know. Remember, I thought I gave it to my boyfriend. I really thought I gave because it you to was in Danny. A, I ain't even gonna say you too I'm sorry, what you say? You was in a club, big music and everywhere. You couldn't even smell a hookah, taste a hookah, taste the food, taste the drinks. Okay, and I thought it was allergies at first. Don't try ever fucking put me out there a whole year <laughs> later, bitch. Now we got a commercial, and if you click off this podcast, I swear I'm gonna beat your ass. Listen. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't 
feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so back to how close is too close. Mm -hmm. Well, I actually have a question for you. So you know how sometimes you have your friends or cousins. Mm -hmm. Who do you think is more... Like basically secret confidential that you'll tell your secrets to you, like your friends or your cousin, because mm-hmm. sometimes the cousins can be like the cousins be the little sneaky bitches, right? You mm-hmm. be like, I tell her everything, but she tell her homegirls. Yeah. But then you have cousins who you tell her everything too. Yeah. So I mean, do you feel comfortable talking to your cousins about things that you like? Mm, I don't really want motherfuckers to know about. Okay, okay. So I, I I think I know where this is going. Okay. So more recently, London and I have not been as close as we used to be. I used to tell her everything. There was a time that there was anything about me, she didn't know. And I do understand. I understand how it it, it looks to you, but I feel like the older that we have gotten, let me let me finish, the older, because she looked like she wants to say something, y'all. London is, is master of cutting people off. Just take a deep breath and listen. I feel like You've become so much more judgmental than you used to be. Or maybe you've always been judgmental. It's just that I took the blinders off. Because you've always been the same way that you are now. It's like you got better, but then you got a little worse. Like back, you know, and and it could be your own shit that you're going through. Because people go through things that trigger other things. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, but it's like little things. Like I used to always involve you in my personal life, my love life. Like you would know everything about the guy I'm dating. You would know everything about, bitch, I'm talking about even down to sex positions, how many times I came on a nigga dick. It don't, anything, anything. I know that was TMI, but this is carefully reckless and bitch, whatever. But it's like, I've noticed more recently, you'll look at me a certain way. You'll, you'll share a comment that's very judgmental after I tell you what I feel or what I'm going through or about a situation, any situation, whatever. You always kind of seem like you find a negative in something. Even going back to my birthday, you missed my 30th birthday because you didn't like my boyfriend. You still don't like my boyfriend to this day. Well, look, she does not dislike my boyfriend. She just doesn't know him. Which are her words, because I cut her mic off. She was going to definitely be over-talking me, so I had to cut her damn mic off, shut her down, because she needs to hear me. That's also her problem. London's problem is she does not like to listen. You don't like to listen. And when you are listening, you're only listening to respond. It's like you really, I don't know, I don't know. So I kind of fell back from telling you things about my other friends, things about my relationship, things that I'm feeling, just things that I'm going through the motions on the day-to-day. We do talk every day. You are my favorite cousin. Y'all, I want y'all to know she is. But sometimes, you know, I'm not going to say outgrow because outgrow is the wrong word for us, for this situation. But when you kind of evolve and you kind of feel like the other person didn't, like us being close and I'm evolving where I used to love to be messy. I used to love to talk a certain way. I used to love to, and I feel like I'm kind of, Growing from that, and I feel like you're not, and it upsets you because I'm not the same way that I used to be, which is still good for me because I'm evolving 
change is not always bad. That's just what I want you to know and to, to keep in the back of your mind. You know, when you feel like I'm acting different, when you feel like, you know, it, it's really not that. It's just I feel like I can't talk to you about certain things until you kind of mature a little bit in those areas. I don't know. I don't know, Lana. I'm very sorry. I love you to death. You are my baby. Not only are you my baby, you work for me. You're my executive assistant. You help me run my company. You help me run multiple businesses, you know, day one. But personally, and I know that you have felt the distance. I have created a distance between us, you know. And like I said, it started back on my birthday. Like you make a lot of selfish decisions. You can be very selfish. And I just want to tell you this. Like, you know, I wouldn't sit there and tell you this on Reckless with, you know, us four. But carefully Reckless with us two. I'm letting you know, yeah, you can be very, very selfish and judgmental. And I'm glad that we're actually here having this talk and I can tell you this shit because you need to hear it. And right now you're looking like you want to shed a tear and I'm not about to do that on the episode. Let me comfort my cousin, y'all. We've come to the end of yet another Carefully Reckless episode with your girl, Just Hilarious. You want to say bye, line? Look, I ain't even going to make her say bye. She's over there tear shedding and she probably going to fight me, but sometimes the fucking truth hurts. And just like that, tune in every week, next week, hump day. Peace. Carefully Reckless is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica, a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives women history has forgotten. We've always been intrigued by stories of disappearances. Whether it's a fraudster from the 17th century who captivating the authorities or a novelist who taunted the Nazis and faked her own death, we all want to know what happened next. To find out, listen to Amanica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.